Hey everyone, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like being on a treadmill. Uh, exhausting, but we're not going anywhere. Today on the show, I'm going to talk about manifesting success because uh, this is a topic that uh, Molly, and talked to, Molly and I talked about a little bit over this weekend. Um, and, and we've seen over and over again, we talked about, we had a show a few weeks ago about kind of like affirmationing your way through life and always saying positive things and not dealing with bad things and whatnot. And this is really about um, making your goals more real, I suppose, as opposed to just like, you know, affirmationing your way towards success, you know, just saying good things to yourself to get that like cocaine like high of like being excited about working on a project and then like, you know, not being into it the next day or something like that. Um, the really the idea here is like, I want to talk about manifesting success in the sense of like, giving yourself credit for like getting somewhere, creating an opportunity for yourself because we always feel like, I, I mean, at least I hear a lot of stories about people who are thinking about these things they want to do in their life and things start to just happen, but they stop giving themselves credit. They're like, Oh man, like the universe is on my side or God is on my side or spirituality is on my side of any kind. And you can give yourself credit for that stuff, but also making sure that you're not setting your personal goals and sights so far away from reality that you're ignoring the in-between essentially. Like you're, you're setting this goal of like, you're a 22 year old kid who wants to be a millionaire by 25, but you have like no path there. Like you're not thinking about what that means. You just think it would be cool to be a millionaire by 25 or you feel like, this sense of elitism that you are, you know, divinely acutely uh, owed luxury in your life, but you don't necessarily have a path there or you're not defining that path there. So like some people do have a path and they're working towards that goal. You know, I, I use the Gary V example of like, uh, he's working towards buying the jets. Like that's his big life goal. Um, that's the thing that's so far off his horizon, but he's building those blocks, uh, to, to get there. Um, you know, and, and, and sort of creating that success for himself. Uh, I, I want to just talk about that, you know, manifesting success in terms of like affirmating, affirmation, affirmationing your, your way through life versus, you know, setting goals and doing things. So, uh, I kind of stumbled a little bit, but I'm also tired. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this and, and, and see how, how well we could do. I also talk about this concept that I'm starting to like formulate, um, called like the success wheel or the goal wheel or something like that. And, uh, I talk about that a little bit in the second half. So let's do this on today's episode of dopamine. Let's go. All right, welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing okay. Happy Monday. I hope you had a good weekend. I hope life is going well for you. And if it's not, it's okay. Uh, tomorrow could very well be a better day. And uh, usually it is. There are better opportunities. Um, and if it sucks right now, 
they're just, I don't know. There's what can you do to, to work through it? You know, talk to someone, work with someone, change your diet a little bit, eat some better food. Certainly I've talked about it in other episodes in the past that if you're feeling bad and nothing's going right, the least that you could do is try to take care of yourself and, and try not to make it worse by eating junk or, you know, treating your body as, you know, something that's worth destroying. Uh, so at the minimum, there's that. <laughs> so a little piece of random advice today, because it's not at all what I'm talking about. Um, but, uh, you know, things are going, going well for me. Um, I've just been a little bit slow in terms of, um, I've been a little frustrated because financially things are just kind of really, I'm at a pretty rock bottom place when it comes to finances, but I'm really resourceful and I'm not, I'm still not really worried about it. Like I'm aware of it, but I'm not worried because things are happening. Seeds are being planted. Um, we have this great show coming up this Saturday that Molly and I are curating for a tattoo shop that just opened. And we're both finding, uh, well, really Molly is finding some artists and um, I'm going to print some of my photography and put it up. So I've never had my photography in a show before. So that's really cool. Uh, really excited for those kinds of things happening. So and then I'm going to be a part of a uh, a business, a beginner business summit in the beginning of November, which is going to be an online thing. So I'm going to talk about logos and branding, but um, I don't know that I'm allowed to say when or where that is just yet or where that is going to be just yet. So when that's coming, I'll let you guys know and you guys can sign up for that. And um, if it's something that you're interested in, because I know, again, I've been in multimedia for 17 years now. So this is just something that I know in and out, and I like to bring a fresh perspective the same way that I bring a fresh perspective to this podcast. So um, I'll let you guys know when that's coming. Anyway, um, yeah, today I wanted to talk about this concept of manifesting success. It's kind of a thought that I'm going to actively work through on this podcast because I just like looked at my list and I was like, okay, let's talk about that. But like, hopefully I could talk about that for 20 minutes. I have no idea. Um, okay, so basically this was kind of uh this was brought to light to me where i mean i've seen it over the years you see people who are kind of affirmationing their way through life and molly and i talked about this on a po- episode a few weeks ago where y- you can't always just affirmation your way through life you can't just say like i'm great i'm amazing you know i'm going to get everything i deserve stuff like that because you know <laughs> life is real and real things happen and um I believe in the sense of, of being able to visualize something and make it happen, but it still has to be on your horizon. It still has to be within the scope of what is possible. So you can certainly imagine the potential, you know, for me, like I have this podcast and it's picking up steam and I was just thinking before I even started this show, I was like, you know what? I should reach out to a local radio station and see if I could get like an episode or two on their local radio or to be on their local radio or something like that feels within the scope of possibility. And I can certainly envision that happening. Um, and certainly envisioning something happen doesn't mean, doesn't guarantee that it's going to happen. You're not going to literally manifest success of any kind out of thin air, but you can certainly look at that as a tuning fork and a guide like, okay, I want to kind of move the needle towards like, I've always had this underlying passion of mine to be some form of famous, just a little bit. I like, I like being known, <laughs> you know, uh, especially like for an INTP, I'm a, I'm a type that's usually really quiet. I like keeping to myself, but I like the notion of just like having fun with people talking about these topics and, um, you know, being known and giving everybody showering me with love. <laughs> 
everybody wants to be loved, right? And, um, you know, people enjoying that I show up somewhere or whatever. Not so famous that it's, like, annoying. I don't want to be, like, paparazzi famous. But it'd be cool to be, like, kind of a local celebrity. And um, I certainly think I'm capable. But uh, it's about taking that stuff to uh, one step at a time. Like, I certainly never thought this show would be any semblance of popular. And in comparison to other podcasts, this is not massively popular. But to me, this is the most successful thing I've ever done. So this is really exciting for me. And I keep that perspective. And um, we're going to hit, I think, close to 9000 listens in September. So that's amazing. And I'm really, really excited um, to continue to grow this thing. And as this thing grows, there's going to be new opportunities that grow that that kind of show up and I got to figure out what to do with them. So um, certainly all of this and visualizing the idea visualizing is really more of a way to set goals as opposed to like manifesting something happening. You know, for me, I am a very visual thinker. So it certainly applies to anyone who can also identify as a visual thinker. You kind of like imagine yourself in different scenarios in life. Um, Again, like doing the, the radio interviews or something like that. And I've always wanted to do radio, which is why I started my own podcast. And I'm sure a lot of podcasters feel the same way. And um, even if you haven't started a podcast and you're curious about it, I do have a podcast course. If you go to cnote.media or cnote.thinkific.com slash courses slash podcasting. Yes, (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have practiced that. And, um, you know, I, I envision like these, I envision these, these scenarios in my life, you know, when Molly came into the picture in my life and things started to move in this direction. I was certainly visualizing generali- generally what this life would look like. And um, pretty much, I mean, to a T, <laughs> it's pretty much spot on what has what it has become. But it's also, I take credit for that. And I think part of manifesting success is making sure that you're still doing things in life that you can take credit for. You know, this manifestation is not just like... It's not just visualizing something and hoping it happens or hoping some external force will happen. Like you have to visualize it and then see the path there as well. You know, you can't just see a goal and and just arbitrarily try to wander your way that direction because it's just you're not going to get there. Right. And I know this is kind of abstract this episode and a little bit woo woo, but that's the general idea is like I was triggered by this someone, uh, a friend of mine who is um, she's really great, super intelligent. She's been um, really helping people to, uh, to to find their own success and, you know, coaching and stuff like that. Um, but there was certainly an extreme, I don't want to say it literally because I don't want to call out that it was her, but um, there's a certain, uh, sometimes there's a certain entitlement with the way that you could feel or think about something or project something. And um, there's a difference between an affirmation and entitlement, right? Feeling like something belongs to you, feeling like no matter what you do, you're going to get this or no matter what, you know, and, and, that's really the difference really for me personally. And I'm stressing that the difference is for me that, um, you know, the difference between visualizing, uh, uh, something that you want versus, uh, being, you know, entitled to something is the work and seeing a path and being able to actually attain it, you know? And I think that's why a lot of kids have issues in their early twenties when they're like, I'm going to be a millionaire by 25. It's like, how (laughs) is that something that's actually possible? Like, is that in your, 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 
your periphery, you know, is that, is that in your windshield? <laughs> you know, is that something you can see on the horizon? Cause if it's not, you shouldn't even be thinking about that. You should be making, you should be thinking about making the next $10, <laughs> you know, or, you know, moving up to the next goal of $20 or a hundred dollars or $200, a thousand dollars, like just kind of something that is in the potential. Like, you know, I use this podcast as an example when it comes to like the numbers and stuff. So like last month we hit 75 and based on the proje- the projections of where things are going, I was like, it would be amazing. I could totally see that we can hit 9,000 and I would love if we can hit to 10,000 by the end of the year and starting to see that, okay, I'm not just going to sit back and see if it happens. There are other things that I can do to try to move the needle. I've started to do a little bit more on Instagram. I've been uh, changing up my strategy on Facebook a little bit in terms of talking about the show and connecting everything to Twitter. I'm going to play with a little bit of automation after this show to try to continue to move things a little bit further while still, you know, while not, um, you know, overusing my, the energy that I do or do not have in any given moment. And then, um, you know, thinking about other things like being involved in Facebook groups and, and kind of talking about the show a little bit more or, you know, again, doing the local radio thing to try to become something that's just beyond the Internet and um, be known a little bit locally as a voice for mental health. So, like, that's going to help the notoriety for the show. So it's not only just visualizing that something can get to 9000, but like having a, like an action attached to it or a potential action attached to it, or just the notion or the feeling that you, you're responsible for it, that you're not just saying that there's some divine thing that's going to give you everything that you have to work towards it. Something that I talk about a little bit in, um, Super Myers Briggs Turbo X, which is my other show. It's, uh, anchor.fm slash super, uh, super MBTI. Um, I don't know that I actually talked about it on the show so much as I talked about it on, um, the, the INFJ course that I have. So if you're an INFJ and you're interested in those courses, you can go to cnote.media. Um, I'm promoting a lot of stuff today. Sorry, <laughs> but you know, this is what I do. Um, and in that course, I talked about uh, introverted intuition. And um, let me be clear when I, like when I talk about my courses and stuff, like a lot of the stuff that I put into courses are like information that I still give out for free, but it's mattered about, uh, different podcasts and on Facebook and all that stuff, you know, really all that you're paying for is like, it's some different thoughts, some new thoughts, but also just like an organization of all the thoughts, like being able to go through the INFJ course and like go from like each function and go in order basically. So just wanted a side note for that. But, um, in the, in the course, I talked about introverted intuition, which essentially talks about how introverted intuition feels like something that just happens to you. So INFJs, um, uh, FJs are going to feel this. TJs are going to feel it. Um, uh, uh, NTJs rather, and NFJs are going to feel this, uh, an introverted intuition and even some other types who have it lower in their, their cognitive stack are going to feel some semblance of introverted intuition. But I think introverted intuition is, um, responsible for a lot of people, uh, feeling a sense of divinity, uh, in their lives because introverted intuition is like a subconscious pattern recognition process. And it's, it often feels like something that just happens to you. Like you're not actively thinking about stuff. It's like INFJs, for example, you know, their best mode of, of learning of being is like daydreaming and being kind of distanced from reality a little bit. 
And then when they're in that daydreaming state, um, they're just kind of like subconsciously collecting information from the world around them. And then they just kind of like have this aha moment and everything suddenly makes sense. And it just feels like you didn't do it yourself. <laughs> you know, it feels like it was, feels like it was given to you. And, um, that's kind of what I'm talking about when it comes to manifesting success is like, it's not something that is just going to be given to you by an outside force. I think a lot of us, I'm not saying this as a means to reject religion or spirituality. It's just like a lot of that leans too heavily into external ethereal unproven uh, forces that like you're just submitting yourself to and whatever happens to you happens to you. And like, that's not fair for anyone to want to, to, to be, you know, like uh, by, by, by continuing to do things and work towards things and, and work towards that success that you're trying to manifest, you know, it, it's um, you're increasing in probabilities of good things happening to you. And um, you know, things are just going to compound, you know, uh, again, another thing that people subscribe to as divinity is like, Luck and opportunity, you know, luck is when work meets opportunity. And when you work hard towards your vision, you're going to increase the probability of all sorts of little opportunities happening to you. You're going to expose yourself, not sexually, to, <laughs> I don't know why it's important to point that out. My brain went to a funny place and I was like, God, you should clarify. Um, and <laughs> uh, uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> um, when, you know, when you start e exposing your behavior and your mindset and your knowledge and your your goals and whatnot to other people in the world, that's going to spread like wildfire. And but that's the result of you knowing things. That's the result of you working through things and learning the lessons and um, you know saying yes to things and doing the things that are right for you and setting boundaries and all of that stuff. So really, the point of this is like you can give yourself more credit than you probably are for any of the good things that are happening in your life. Because just in the way that we could look at bad things and say like, Oh, it's like God's will or the universe or spiritual mumbo jumbo respectfully. <laughs> um, you know, you, you could totally, um, you could, if you say that in like negative ways, you could say it in positive ways too. You could totally uh, distance yourself from responsibility for any good thing that's happening to your, to yourself in your life. And what does that do for a person's self-esteem? Like, what are you at that point? Are you just like a conduit, a shell? Like that's, that doesn't seem like any kind of way to live to me. So again, this is all me and my perspective, <laughs> but taking some semblance of control um, and taking responsibility and taking credit I think is healthy. So we're going to talk, we're going to take a break and I'm going to talk a little bit about the other side of it. And that is um, manifesting your insecurities and fears because that shit's real too. Let's go. All right. Welcome back. hope you, hope you made it through the, <laughs> through the ad. Um, and um, okay. So I want to be clear. I'm not trying to like shit on spirituality or God or religion. I think all of those things have places in our lives and I think they are certainly important. But I think uh, unhealthy things happen when we lean too heavily on them and don't take credit for things and don't take responsibility for things. So the opposite side of this that we're going to talk about is taking responsibility for the manifestations that we kind of come up with. Because if you can envision opportunity and work towards that opportunity that is visualizing, that you can visualize and attain, you can do the same thing when it comes to insecurities. When you're being so scared that a partner is going to cheat on you or leave, or you're constantly checking their phone, or you're constantly um, berating them about 
um, things that you want them to do around the house. And uh, certainly projecting insecurities and projecting fear, you end up manifesting all of those things that you're envisioning. You're envisioning that they leave you. You're envisioning that, um, you know, something terrible is going to happen. And a lot of times it does in relation to things that you can control, you know, when it's like sometimes, um, you know, there are grander things that a lot of us can envision, especially when you're dealing with mental health um, and depression, because depression can lead to being preoccupied with death. And that's certainly something I've experienced that you can envision like a family member dying or yourself dying in a certain scenario. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something that is like, that is like manifestable. <laughs> that is something that is within, you know, you can't, um, uh, just, just as like something arbitrary happening and you taking responsibility for it doesn't make sense. You know, it, it, the opposite make is also true that it makes sense that you could manifest something that you have a hand in. So that's why I say like taking responsibility for opportunity, but also being taking uh, responsibility for your fears and insecurities because those are things that you can also manifest. So I kind of think of it as like two spectrums, like you're kind of the center and to the right of it, like the way that I'm visualizing it is like in the center is you to the right of it is the things, the opportunities that you can manifest. And to the far right of that is things that are so far off the scope that are unhealthy manifestations in the positive direction, you know, of like thinking, you know, I'm going to be a millionaire in two years. I'm going to be, uh, things that are just like affirmations that are just off the wall. You know, I deserve a life of luxury. I deserve, um, you know, I, I deserve all the riches and success and money, uh, just because I'm making small strides today. Like, like those things still need to add up to be healthy perspectives. Like that million dollar goal can be that first step on the right side. If it's actually like an achievable thing, if the numbers are moving in that direction and everything's going there, then like, yes, that feels attainable. But if it's so far off your horizon that it's just not there for you, like that just doesn't, that seems unhealthy. Um, and that feels like another model I can probably write up. Um, here I am coming up with smart things. <laughs> and then to the left of that is like the same thing, but on the other side, you kind of think of like a half circle, like the, the, the sort of like the earth's horizon, like the, the bend of the horizon essentially. And again, to the center is you, but to the left of that would be the bad side of it, which is manifesting fear and insecurities, things that you have within your reach, you know, manifesting that, um, you know, your, your, your kid is going to be resentful to you or something <laughs> or, or manifesting. Uh, that's probably too far off the horizon. Um, man, you know, the one that I keep thinking of is just like insecurities in relationships and uh, manifesting that through continuing to berate them and, um, make judgments at them for things that they're not actually doing um, in terms of, or, or like checking their phone and stuff like that. or trying to keep them within boundaries, you know, all those kinds of signs of uh, like abuse and control of any kind, you know, controlling employees or being too critical of people. Like sometimes that can end up being the negative manifestation on the left side there. And I feel like that, that is something that we have to take responsibility as something that is possible. We can totally do that. I've done that. I feel like I've done that a million times. I don't have any examples that I can think of off the top of my head, but um, I'm sure you can think of something, you know, you had this notion that like you weren't going to get a job or something, or you, uh, uh, you know, going into an interview and you kind of felt insecure and you felt uncomfortable and you just weren't confident about it. And you just didn't, 
manifest it. So you manifested that fear essentially. Um, and then there's everything like so far on the other end of the horizon, things that are big fears, like, you know, the world's going to end tomorrow or I'm going to die tomorrow or like my mom's going to die tomorrow or something that's just so on the other end of the horizon that you can't possibly, that it's going to be arresting to you and it's not going to hinder your progress. Really the point is to kind of live within this center sphere, the center of the sphere. So you can kind of see what's on your her personal horizon to be able to move to the right in a positive direction to repel the things that are coming to you on the left side and, you know, move far beyond the things that are on either horizon, you know, you know, not manifesting this idea that like, um, uh, that, 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 you know, something is going to happen so drastically terrible in your life that isn't even on the radar like it, that's not helpful. It's like, it's like moving backwards. And the reason that I have like the positive on the right and the, the negative on the left is like, I think of side scrolling video games and we're always walking to the right. And, you know, in Western cultures, we, we read left to right. So we, that's the way I, I, I think of it. So, um, just think of like someone walking on a moving sphere and to the right, you're walking towards the things that you can foresee and actually accomplish and actually work towards and, and um, put things in place to get to that. And as you're getting closer, like those big picture goals, which are really different than those unhealthy manifestations, you know, they can be the same thing, but I mean, it's a different, it's depending on how you're framing it. Right. You know, it's like an expectation versus like, okay, a lifetime awesome thing that could happen is like, yes, I would love to be a millionaire but it's not something that your, your, your immediate future is, is predicating on. Like, you know, Gary V talks about owning the jets, you know, for him, that is something that is on his, like a little bit off his horizon, but he's certainly feeling, you know, working towards that, that his big, that's his big goal. That's his visualization. That's his direction. Just in the same way that if you're like going on a road trip and you know, the, the general direction you're going in, you know, you're going to, you're, you're so if you're driving I've driven across the country twice and if you're driving from Philadelphia to San Diego for example like I did you're going to be visualizing that end goal you know the thing that you're working towards but if you're also so fixed on that end goal you're not going to take the proper strides to get there you're not going to take the time to stop at rest stops. You're not going to go to sleep. You're just going to keep driving. You might crash on the road. You're not going to stop to get food. You're not going to stop to take care of yourself. You're not going to stop to enjoy things and, um, you know, do all the little things, you know, it's a multi-day journey to get to San Diego, which is the thing on the horizon that I can't really see, but I know it's there and it's something I want to work towards, but it's not something that's predicating my day to day. So, uh, you know, the day-to-day part of the journey is managing your boundaries, managing your, your body and your food intake, taking care of yourself, um, doing little things to work towards your goals, making big strides. If you can, you know, maybe driving an extra hour one day versus another or something. But, you know, there are certain limitations that we have to, you know, abide by. We only, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. We all have different varying levels of resources. We have varying levels of expertise. We have varying levels of mental health and um, we have to respect those or we're going to push ourselves beyond our limit. And if you push yourself beyond your limit in this example of like driving across the country, if I were to drive 14 hours 
And, um, you know, the next day and not get enough sleep the next day I could wake up and only drive six hours. Right. So it's like that consistency and like visualizing the next immediate thing that you could do and getting to a place that is healthy and setting those goals and, and creating a path for yourself is, is more important. I feel than just kind of letting go and hoping that it happens. You know, it's like, it's like the difference between getting a car and driving and just like getting on a bus, but you don't know where it's going. <laughs> so, and you might end up in, in like Montana and you're like, damn it. I was trying to get to San Diego. What the, f uh, uh, <laughs> like, how did this happen? It's because you didn't take control in any kind of way. And it's not saying you have to be a crazy, you have to be a control freak, but it's certainly about like knowing a having a healthy manifestation of the next thing to do, as opposed to like this big lofty goal of feeling like the universe owes you something essentially. And, it, and again, it goes in the other direction. And the other direction is something I still need to think about a little bit more um, because I can only really think of the example of like insecurities in relationships because I've had that happen. Basically, that was how my my last relationship happened. There was a lot of manifestations from the other party and um, just like projected onto me. And, uh, you know, that that kind of just led to everything happening you know, literally. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the way that life has turned out positively for me is like the way that I started envisioning it when I started to think of a different life. So, you know, when you have the tools, you have the boundaries, you have the proper people around you, you have all the things in place, you can start making strides towards those manifest manifestations. And, um, basically the manifesting part of it is you, you're the one that's manifesting it. You're, you're increasing your opportunities. You're increasing your percentages. And again, you can use spirituality to guide the way, you know, you could use spirituality to come up with what those manifestations are, but it's certainly important to check it against reality, you know, check it against yourself. How does it feel? How are you thinking about it? Does it logically make sense? Does it um, make sense in terms of uh, your end goals? Does it make sense in terms of, your community and the people around you and, and does it affect them in a positive way if it's something that's important to you to think about. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, I did get a lot more out of this than I thought, but um, really just kind of taking control of this opportunity. Uh, I don't know if this is going to lead to any kind of theme this week. Um, we'll see what comes out tomorrow, but for the most part, this is kind of like a standalone thing, uh, manifesting success. You can certainly think about the things that you want in life and see what's attainable and work towards that. And, you know, create these bullet points and this outline towards your bigger goal. But, you know, again, if you're like a 22 year old kid and you're like, I'm going to be a millionaire by, by like 25 and you're playing Fortnite all the time, like, no, that's not going to happen. And then you're going to sink into a depression or you're not going to feel good about yourself because you just set your goals too high, you know? And it's sometimes like, sometimes I feel bad because it sounds insulting to say, to simplify depression that way. But a lot of the times we set ourselves up for that, right? Based on expectations that other people put on ourselves. We watch, um, we watch marketers, we watch people who are successful and we kind of only see the end picture. So we assume that we can do that too. You know, we see YouTube videos of couples doing breakup videos and getting millions of views. And we're like, well, we should just break up with everybody and put it on YouTube <laughs> and, you know, start doing all the same things. And it's like, no, you have to 
get yourself some positivity in your ears, get some people around you that will able to be honest about their path, learn from other people, get some mentors who are people that can give you a sense of reality as to how things are going to move forward. And if you happen to have like, you know, this amazing idea and you sell it and, and, and you do get there, amazing. But like, again, if you're starting from nothing and you're saying, I'm going to be a millionaire in three years, fuck you. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop. That's not a good place to start. And and that's not me shitting on your dreams. You know, it's certainly, it's not impossible, but you're giving yourself like a 0.00001% chance of a chomp accomplishing this goal and a 99.99999% chance of feeling like garbage and potentially hurting yourself as a result of that. So it's important. It's another aspect of boundaries, setting those proper goals so that you can keep moving things forward. It doesn't mean you can't work fast. That doesn't mean you have to, you can keep moving, you know, this wheel that I'm talking about moving around in the horizon there's, and you can move at any speed that you want. You can accomplish all of the goals that you need to, you know, you can play Fortnite all day and accomplish a couple things, but like, you know, that thing that's on the far end of the horizon that you can barely see, that's going to just move slower. So you have to take responsibility. Like if that's something you actually want, then you're going to have to work a little bit harder to get it. And that's going to involve a little bit of sacrifice, but you know, it's going to take time and energy to do it. But the, those things are like tangible realities. And um, when we put ourselves in a place where we're just kind of like over expecting from ourselves, like, there's no, first of all, there's no reason that you need a million dollars in three years. Like what, like, look at the reality. Like what, what is it that you need to, what do you need to make to pay your bills? Start there and try to do that on your own or just do that with a job and then work on your stuff at night. You know, it really depends on your situation. So don't feel like you have to be like anyone else. That's the thing. Don't feel like you have to be like, Gary V or you have to be like what your mom thinks you should be or like what your friends are. You have a friend that was successful quickly or you see all these YouTubers or you see an Instagrammer and you want to be an influencer. Like good. That takes work though. <laughs> you know, it's going to take time. That stuff didn't happen easy. And sometimes their circumstances make it easier for them. I'm not going to lie. An attractive woman on Instagram has a better shot than you. Uh, perhaps, unless you're also an attractive woman, you might also have a shot. But I'm just saying, like, generally, <laughs> you know, there's different people have varying opportunities, varying strengths. You know, again, if you're a person that is like, if you're more of a writer than a person who would rather be on video, then like, don't do video. <laughs> like, just focus on your strengths, focus on the things that you can accomplish, and stop trying to set all these goals for things that you're not like naturally attuned to. And that's really the, that's where, so all of this is trying to be bring it around to like the spiritual element. And really the spirituality element is like finding out what makes you aligned in, you know, which is a term that I hear a lot of spiritual types use and find out what makes you feel aligned and centered and find out what, how that will get you to a goal. That is something you can do. And, um, you know, not, and, and not necessarily something that you, you know, you're just, I don't want you to set yourself up for, for bad things, you know, for bad feelings or feeling terrible about yourself. Like that sucks. I've done that for a very long time. I gave myself all sorts of goals. Like I should be this kind of success by 30, or I should be this kind of thing by this time. 
And once I really started to let go of that, and that's honestly been the last few years, this is not anything that's like completely, I haven't been this way my entire life. You know, I've made a lot of uh, poor mistakes, but you don't have to be famous. But if you want to be famous, you got to work to get there. If you want influencer, you want to be an influencer, you got to find out the path there. You can't just, you know, it's, this is not the R. Kelly song. If you dream, if you can dream it, then you can do it. I mean, it's true. If you can dream it, you can do it, but there's a path. You got to find the path. If there's no path, then you got to find the path, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm getting too abstract here, (laughs) Um, but I think you get the idea at this point. I'm just talking in circles. So we're going to wrap up. I hope you guys take care of yourselves and each other. Have yourself a good day. You can follow me at CNote Media and see all my courses there. You can go to dopamine.life and subscribe and sponsor this show and hit me up at Let's Go CNote on all the social channels. We are also on Instagram at Dopamine Podcast if you want to follow uh, follow us there or leave a voice message here on anchor. I should just stop saying it cause you guys don't do it. <laughs> um, but, uh, I'm sure if you wanted to, you can. So that's there. Um, and leave a rating and review and all that good stuff. So I appreciate you guys. I'll catch you next time on dopamine. Nah, where's my cursor. Okay. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.